Welcome to the Small Baller Podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who I think also agrees with me that the new churro-flavored Kit Kats might be better than the original. Fran Siegel, how you doing? You know, you said this the other day, um, and we, we should preface, the other day Trevor was like, you know, he was at the store, and he's he's like, you know, I'm going to be a good houseman. I'm bringing home Kit Kats for everyone. We're going to try the churro Kit Kats. Yeah. Uh, which I want to point out, everyone should try. They're, they're very good. You said this yesterday. You said that you thought they were better than regular Kit Kats. I don't know if I'm on board with that, but I think they're on par with regular Kit Kats. I think like if you in in whenever you guys try them at home, you'll see what I mean. They're a little bit sweeter, so I think you have to kind of be in the mood for them. Do you get what I'm saying? Like I, I think it's like a type of thing. Like sometimes I'd be in the mood for a regular Kit Kat, and sometimes I'd be in the mood for that one. Yeah, I, I, I feel that. I, I think I think they are better, though. I really do. They're, they're, if they're not better, they're pretty darn close. They're, like, they're really close. good. Yeah. They're really good. I definitely agree. They're, they're incredibly solid. Um, today, of course, not slacking this time around. We have the third member of our podcast. That is Ben O'Brien. Ben, what would be your interest in a churro-flavored Kit Kat? So I've never had a churro. So a churro is good. What's a churro, first of all? Well, I don't really know what a churro is. A churro so is like, no a, a, like, like a – it's more like a – like cinnamon, a cinnamon right? Yeah, it's like a cinnamony – like type like fried dough yeah we uh, so trevor and i actually compared this it kind of to me it tastes less like a churro more like a cinnamon bun yeah uh kick hat but you've definitely had it i I think you would like this i i I think this would be very it's hard to mess up chocolate like i'm sure it's great oh it's i think it's almost impossible to mess up chocolate. but i mean if you want but why but but honestly why would you mess with the original kick hat the original kick hat is is pretty close to perfect like i don't know why you'd even mess so with it. that's why like that's why i don't know if i'd put it better than the original kick Kat, but it's different like i wouldn't say it's mm. worse either it's, yeah it's really okay. good i think i think okay. it's i just i don't know i think it tastes a little bit a normal kick Kat is there's nothing else on the market quite like it you know mm-hmm. just like the wafer and chocolate and it's so good yeah those those are very good candies but look we've already done a candy draft i wonder who who got kick Kat in that i wonder who who got I would like to say that I got it, well, but we I def- feel like I did We didn't. definitely did a ranker. I don't know if we did a draft. No, we did a draft. It was our first draft we did was candy. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, pro- um, you probably Probably, probably you. I think, yeah. I think of the three of us, you're probably the highest on Kit Kats. You know, I, I, I was going to say, I, I I think I'd rate Kit Kat as my third favorite candy bar. Yeah. I mean, Reese's yeah. has to be one. That's a given. Mm-hmm. And I think I'd put Twix at two. Yeah, that's right. You like Twix a lot too. Um, so I, I think I would imagine I got Kit Kat because none of you would rate Kit Kat in your top three. Ben, you put Snickers in there. I know Trevor, yeah. you, you wouldn't. I don't think you'd Reese's Snickers, and then third would be, I don't know, not not Kit Kat probably. <laughs> All right, anti Kit Kat over here. Apparently, no, no. you're like can't think of anything <laughs> no, better than it, but it's not like third. like a hundred grand or oh uh, true. That's uh, an underrated. Five, I remember maybe, you got a hundred grand, like and I was like, "That's the pick of the draft." One of those. I think Kit Kat's like probably like fifth or sixth for me, as That's far fair. as like chocolate. That's fair. Candy. It's a fair assessment. Yeah. All right. Well, we got a lot to get to on this uh, podcast today. This is, I think, this is our first podcast officially hitting what we call the dead period of uh, a little bit less sports talk, but that doesn't mean we're going to stop the sports talk. We got plenty of sports, and we have a really fun draft later. Um, that I am very, very excited for because I'm excited to hear what these guys have to say. So stay tuned for that. Um, but let's get right into it. We had big news in sports media world, a world we are a part of here, a part of sports media. Not quite as high intensity uh, as we are, but I do find this a, an important topic to talk about. Don't you think, Trevor? Like I, I would say news about our podcast is more important, but this is also important. We had uh, a big series of front-facing media members at ESPN laid off. Mm-hmm. Um 
in a cost savings move. Um, and there were a ton of big names. I don't, do you have them in front of you? Like some of the names, I don't have all of them. In yeah, front of I have some of them. I'm looking at an article. I mean, like just some of the big ones, Jeff Van Gundy, Max Kellerman, Keyshawn Johnson, Susie Colbert, Jalen Rose. Uh, you can keep going. Todd McShay. There, there's a lot of big ones. Yeah. I think I want to say there's maybe 20 in total. That's what this article says. Yeah. So it's pretty big. And I mean, I've never seen anything like this where it's this many. Uh, and I mean, these are big names. So this many at one time, it's it's definitely pretty wild, uh, to say the least. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. But I, I don't think this is like surprising. I think, and we talked about this a little bit. I actually think Ben would agree with me more than probably you would. I feel like the watching of sports media, not the actual sport, sports media um, has gone down in terms of like a television, like a front facing person. Podcasts have become more popular. And I think people are just in general watching TV less. Um, you know, there's streaming services and stuff. Most of the ESPN shows are podcasts, like people, they put them on podcasts anyway. I feel like people are just less likely now to stay at home and watch sports media. Um, and I, to me, it's not that surprising. Now, some of the names themselves are surprising. Like Jeff Van Gundy was more surprising. I mean, he's one of the best, um, at what he does. I think you would, you would definitely agree with that, Trevor. Yeah. Um, and I, he was a little more surprising, but someone like, like, you know, like someone that's like a sports personality uh, that played, like, I mean, they could, they could probably get someone cheaper to do the job that also played the sport. Um, so to me, I, I don't feel like this is that surprising, but Ben, I'm really interested to hear your opinions on this. Um, before we kind of move along here, what, what were your opinion on these ESPN layoffs? I mean, it's surprising, but at the end of the day, like this, this stuff happens all the time. I mean, ESPN and all these companies, like they're always doing this now. Yes. I don't remember a time when ESPN or really any company did this many big names all at once. But I mean, over the years, like there's people that have come and gone from different networks and, you know, they jump from one network to another. So it stinks if you're a fan of these ESPN shows, but it just means that it's, these people are going to have opportunities to go elsewhere. Uh, it might take a couple of years for their ESPN contract to expire, whatever it is. But um, after the logistics are figured out, I think a lot of these people, if they're talented enough, they will have other opportunities. And like you said, the world that we live in today, there's so many opportunities to to you know put your opinion out there on the internet that these, if these people truly want to stay in sports media, they will have every opportunity in the world to have their own podcast yeah. or be on another podcast network or be on another uh, you know cable network that, that that covers sports. I mean, there are plenty of opportunities and plenty of different mediums to get your opinion out there in, in, in today's world. So um, if you're super passionate about some of these people, like a Jeff Van Gundy, for example, or like a Max Kellerman, I promise you they will be um, and they will be in the public in some way, whether it's on a podcast, on the internet, or on TV. They, they they will not go anywhere. They will still find ways to get their opinion out there. So it's different. I mean, it's it's a change, but I don't think it's a. It's not the end of the world in terms of hearing what they have to say about about sports because you will still get to hear that in the future. Fair enough, yeah. Trevor. You looked disapproving over there at some of the statements. Well, I I just think we're downplaying how how big this was and how surprising it was to me. I was I was very surprised by this because it's not like it was just like one or two people. It was like twenty, and a lot of these people are, I mean, people that are on TV every day. They're they're big uh, figures in the, in the sports space. So it was very surprising to me. I mean, especially someone like a Jalen Rose, a, a Jeff Van Gundy. I mean, Todd McShay, some of these names are pretty big. So I was pretty surprised. And I think it's, you know, seeing like the layoffs, which now they, they've done other layoffs with like people behind the scenes as well. Um, like, you know, people that are operating the cameras and maybe producers, stuff like that. 
But it's, I mean, this is a hit for ESPN for sure. It's not a good thing. And and yes, part of the reality is that, uh, you know, people don't, you know, watch the, the shows as much anymore. I mean, Brandon and I were talking about this the other day. Like when I was in middle school, even elementary school and high school as well, like I would every morning before school, I'd have on either Sports Center or yep. Mike, Mike and Mike, whatever it was, the show in the morning. And then after I got out, got out of school, it would always be ESPN, like constantly. I'm always watching it. And I'm wondering if um, because I can't speak for the people that are, you know, adults that have jobs and stuff like that. People are busy. You can kind of. You're an adult with a job. You can, no, but you can I, speak. I don't know. I mean, like. I to some extent, you can. Like those people, it makes sense. I mean, for me, like I don't watch as much because I'm just busy. But like, exactly, yeah. Like the people that are in middle school now, right? Now they're what are they doing instead? They're they're on TikTok or they're what are they doing? Why aren't they watching these shows in the morning? I I don't I don't know. I guess maybe it's the their attention spans aren't as you know <laughs> good. I'm not really sure, but it's it's interesting to see. Um, but yeah, like I, I agree with the last thing that Ben said. I mean, a lot of these people, like a Max Kellerman, they're going to have their own thing. They're going to go to a new network, and they're still going to be um, in the you know people are going to be able to watch them some way. Yep, fair enough. We'll uh, we'll keep it moving here. We'll move along to a little bit of NBA topics to get to today because. Uh, I guess technically the because it's not the dead period, Brandon. Well, it's I was not. gonna say technically the off season, like uh, free agency, hasn't started. It doesn't start till the sixth, right? No, it starts. It has, July was it the first? Okay, so it has yeah, started. Deals have been We've going had flying off the board. Tons of oh my god, it's been NBA free agency. It is. I we always talk about NBA free agency is the best, and then like NFL free agency happens. We're like, whoa, this is really fun. NBA free agency is it's so enjoyable. Yeah, it's such an enjoyable like you're getting constant updates and it's like just information overload. I love it. Yeah. And then the craziest thing happened yesterday. Elon was like, Twitter, we're not we're not doing Twitter anymore. So then like the updates got limited. But besides the fact we've had a lot of sports news uh, in the NBA world in terms of people, you know, potentially leaving Trevor, wink, wink, requesting trades. Yeah. Um, a lot of new signings. So I don't know where you want to start. Um, but we'll, we'll say this, Trevor, if this is the dead period, this is a fun dead period. I'll, I'll say that much. Well, it's, it's not a dead period. I think the dead period's like mid to late July through mid August. I think it's about a, a month, month and a half that we get until, uh, college football NFL starts. Um, so it hasn't started yet. It won't start for another week, two weeks in my opinion. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been really interesting and this is, this year isn't considered like a heavy free agency year. There are really no. no uh, I mean, as as far as stars that are um, free agents, there's not a lot of big ones. I mean, the the Harden and Lillard thing are both potential trades. They're not free agents. So the biggest free agents themselves are guys like Fred Van Vliet, Lamelo Ball. Like, well, I don't even think Lamelo's a free agent. I think it's just an extension. He, so he it's wasn't. Like Van Vliet's like the biggest free agent. Which Van Vliet's what? Like the forty fifth best player in the NBA? I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, you, you whipped up that number out of nowhere. <laughs> Something like that. But, like, it's not a year where we have a Kevin Durant or, like, a Steph Curry or Steph Curry's Day with the Warriors regardless. But, like, it's not a big year like a Kevin Durant year in 2016 or 2010 when it was LeBron. Like, those were two of the bigger free agent summers, obviously, 2010, 2016. So it's not that, but it's still fun. Um, some of the biggest, I mean, the biggest two things we have, number one is the, the Dame thing. Dame did request a trade from Portland. Um, he finally did it. I, um, I don't know if I'd say I was surprised, but 
Dame has been adamant that he, you know, wouldn't really request a trade or I, I didn't really necessarily know if he would request a trade publicly. Um, but I think part of the, the, the thing here is that no one is no one blames Dame at this point for wanting to leave Portland. Like the fans, I saw so many Portland fans yesterday that are just like celebrating Dame and saying, you know, we loved having you here. Wish you the best of luck. It's not the type of thing where the players requesting a trade and the fan base is mad at him, you know, because of how much Dame is given to the Portland Trailblazers. He's been there for 11 years. He stayed there, in, in my opinion, way longer than he needed to. Um, he was very loyal to them, despite the fact that they could never put together any good team for him. Um, so I, I don't think anyone blames Dame. So that's a little bit different than what we usually see. As far as what's going to happen now, he mentioned, um, according to, I think it was Chris Haynes that said it, um, that he prefers the Heat. That would be his number one uh, preference. But um, you have other teams that that could potentially get in the discussion, maybe the Brooklyn Nets, maybe the Philadelphia 76ers, maybe the Clippers. Um, but the Heat are the preference. So now this is really interesting because... Um, and actually, I was listening to a podcast this morning where they compared it to the Aaron Rodgers thing in, in the sense of Aaron Rodgers, he, he wants out, he's looking to go to the Jets, and it's a matter of how much is the team going to capitulate to that specific Ooh, team, word. that specific team he wants to go to yeah. in the Jets, in the, in the Green Bay Aaron Rodgers case. In this case, it's the Heat, or is Portland going to be like, Nah, we don't care if you want to go to the Heat. We we're just getting the best deal. If Brooklyn offers the best deal, he's going to Brooklyn. If it's Clippers, whatever. So I think that piece of it is really interesting to see. Will Brooklyn just you know I guess do good by Dame and let him go to the Heat, um, even if the Heat doesn't have the best offer. Now the other piece of this is, are those other teams? even going to risk putting together a big enough offer if they know that Dame doesn't want to be there. So if you're Brooklyn and you see Dame wants to be in Miami, how how much am I willing to throw in a potential trade to do everything I can to get him when he might not even want to be there in the first place? And that's the same thing when we think about a Boston, uh, the Clippers, Philly, right? So I, I thought, I don't know if you're saying this is a hypothetical. I thought his preferred destinations were Miami and Brooklyn, like one of the two. That's what I read. So, uh, so no, it, I mean, it's, I've seen a couple mixed things, but I think it's definitely Miami. He, he definitely wants to be in Miami. He's kind of made that clear. Um, that, I mean, that's what Chris Haynes reported. He said he's made other comments here and there like, Oh, Brooklyn wouldn't be terrible. San Antonio is a well-respected organization, yeah, I've seen San Antonio, but too. it's like, I don't think he really wants, I mean, he wants to go to Miami. It, I, that to me seems pretty so clear. So the other thing I wanted to just quickly say is about like some people get upset when players request a trade publicly versus not publicly. Mm-hmm. There, there is a reason people do it publicly. And the biggest one, in my opinion, is it it devalues the trade a little bit where it makes it easier for them to get a trade done. Think about if a player like, you know, a player want, is wants out, then like you're not going to offer quite as much if you don't know that they want out like publicly. So I think that that's one big thing that players do. Like, mm-hmm. I think in Dame's situation, that's one thing he's doing. Because I don't think it's, like, to snub Portland or anything. It seems like he really likes Portland. And, like, yeah. I think he I think he wished it worked out better, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there. 
But yeah. I, I think that's one thing where it eases the trade burden for the team that he's going to. Just a little, little bit. Not like a ton. It's not like you're <laughs> you're taking away your biggest asset because, oh, he requested a trade. But, you know, you might scratch off a pick or two um, because of that. So I th- for me personally, that is a, a, a one of the reasons I think he could potentially be doing that. I do have a question for you, Tre- Trevor. Mm-hmm. If this does happen, what is, like, like, would this be, like, the best thing that's ever happened to you? Genuinely. You mean if he goes to the yeah. Heat? And, like, it it's a reasonable incredible. trade. They don't give up the, you know, everyone in the world. It would, it would be incredible. I mean, I would be, I'd be celebrating. I'd be running around the house, uh, will you jumping streak, up and down. Will you streak no, around the house naked? No, we're not doing that. All right. Um, well, it seems no, like I'd, you're no fun. I'd so. be very excited. Um, But, so, essentially, because... The, the trade offer that the Heat would put together, and a lot of people have now said that it, it would probably be a three-team trade. That seems like the most likely scenario, and part of that's because Tyler Hero would be a centerpiece to this trade, but I don't think Portland really has a ton of interest in Tyler Hero, frankly, and it makes sense. I mean, they already have um, other you know solid guards that it would kind of be redundant if you get Tyler Hero. They already have Anthony Simons, um, Shane Sharps, obviously a, a player with a bright future. It seems like, and now they just drafted Scoot. So getting Tyler Hero, it's like, eh, what is this really doing for us as far as building out our roster? Um, so I, I think it'll probably be a three team if Miami's able to get it done here. Um, and that will send Tower Hero to a third team. Could that third team, I, I've seen some people say that Brooklyn could actually be the third team. So instead of Brooklyn trading to get Dame, they could be the third team that helps facilitate this, which is, which is interesting to me. Um, so in that case, um, maybe that helps Portland get more draft compensation than Miami is able to offer because Miami could offer uh, two future first round picks. Um, they also could offer Nikola Jovic, who was their first-round pick last year. And I don't know how the Hami Hawkes thing works because they they actually just signed Hami Hawkes, like either yesterday or two days ago. So I don't know if there's a waiting period. I think I, I think what some people have said is there's like a 30-day waiting period before Hawkes could actually like go to the Blazers. So like I don't know how that's actually going to work, but the point is is that the Heat only have technically two future firsts and then Jovic and Hawkes if you count them. Brooklyn could offer additional first-round picks that maybe that'll sweeten the deal enough for Portland um, and able, you know, and, and let them kind of accept that deal. And then maybe Hero goes to Brooklyn um, and that's how the deal could potentially look. Um, there's also other ways this could, you know, shake out. Like I think Portland might want to get off of Yusuf Nurkic's contract. He is a big contract. He, he's been pretty disappointing the past couple of years. He's had a lot of injuries. So there's a chance that Portland could look to also deal Nurkic as well as Dame. In that case, you know, maybe there's more salaries added. Maybe Miami, in addition to trading Hero, maybe they even trade Duncan Robinson. Who knows? Maybe Kyle Lowry's even on the table. I'm not really sure, um, but I know that all of, obviously, the only untouchables for Miami are Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. That kind of goes without saying, Um, but everyone else is on the table for Dame. Um, I've also heard um, on the Heat podcast I listened to that the Heat want to try to keep Caleb Martin out of the trade. I was going to say, I've seen that too. I was going to say, I think he's kind of close to untouchable at this point. Which, like, sure, I would like to keep Caleb Martin, but, like, if you tell me we're getting Dame, like, and we have to throw in Caleb Martin, then obviously do it, you know? I I don't think you should really, if you're Pat Riley, Caleb Martin should not be the reason you don't get a Dame deal done. Just throw him in the trade, you know? Um, But we'll see what kind of manifests over the next uh, week or two. We'll see if it gets done, but the Heat definitely are the favorite but then again there's no guarantees because Portland doesn't have to 
get they don't get have to, to do the, anything. They don't have to. Yeah, they could, so they could keep them. <laughs> we we will see. Um, you know, Joe Cronin, the I think he's the GM of Portland, put out a statement saying like that Portland, despite the fact that basically they said like, you know, Dame he he requested the trade, um, and stuff like that, but they basically. Uh, kind of imply that they still want to compete even without Dame, which is kind of weird. I guess maybe they're just saying that because what else are you going to say? Um, but I don't know. Maybe they'll look to get like a good piece back. I just don't really see that being a likely scenario. Yeah, I, I think like public, you know, like, you know, front facing, they, probably they, they can't say they're. Really yeah, I think building. I think it's just a statement. Yeah, that, that to me is more blanketed, like just like even though we might have to do this, we still want to compete. Like, I don't think I don't think that part means quite as much. Yeah. Um, yeah. but you know, we'll see. I, I wish you luck with Damian Lillard. I hope he comes to the heat. Everyone will be happier we, in our household. Yeah, we, we will see what happens. Dame, Dame will certainly be happier because he'll be with the franchise that actually puts pieces around him to compete. So oh, a little dig at um, Portland there. Interesting. Um, <laughs> All right. Other, uh, off season free agency, uh, topics you want to discuss here. Yeah. So we, we could talk about the James Harden thing briefly. Um, James Harden opts into his contract with the Sixers, but they're going to explore a trade for him. So this is now, I mean, essentially a third trade request from James Harden over the last, what, four years now. Um, so another trade request. And this is the thing we talked about this before the Sixers moving on from Harden. I could understand. I think there are potential packages they can get. Um, you know, maybe if it's the Clippers, maybe it's a Norman Powell, um, type of deal and like Norman Powell and Terrence Mann and maybe some compensation or something like that. I don't really understand why Harden wants to leave Philadelphia. I, I don't I don't know how he's gonna find a better fit for himself. I mean the Clippers I guess maybe there's an argument, but Kawhi Leonard and Paul George aren't exactly players who are gonna like I mean they need the ball in their hands too. So I, I don't really see how there's gonna be a better fit for Harden than Philly. I, I think um, it just doesn't make sense. It just seems like he's a guy who's, you know, not really ever happy. So I, I don't know. It's kind of his personal preference, I guess. I don't, I don't know what he wants, but he wants out. So we will see what happens. We'll see if Philly can get a deal done. It could be with the Clippers. Uh, people have even said the Knicks. I, I just, I don't see the Knicks at all. I, I don't see why the Knicks would want to do that. It doesn't really make sense to me. The fit I think would be a terrible one. Um, so the Clippers, I guess of the the teams we've we've heard about is probably the most likely trade destination. But honestly, Zach Lowe actually said this, and I kind of agree with him. I wouldn't actually be surprised if a deal does not get done for Harden and he stays in Philly for at least um until maybe the trade deadline. I I, I don't know how much the Clippers are willing to put in a deal for Harden. Um so, yeah, I'll say that. I think that if he does get traded, the Clippers are probably the team he would get traded to. But I wouldn't rule out him actually staying in Philly, um, at least to start this year. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, ben, do you do you have any thoughts on James Harden? What, what do you think about this? This is now a third trade request for James Harden over yeah. the past, like, four years. Yeah, I'm so over. It's like it's like Damian Lode. I'm so over this. It's, I feel like every offseason, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's whatever. Um, I don't know. I mean, like you said, Trevor, or you made a good point. Either you just said it or I saw you, you had a tweet about it. But like if, if he doesn't want to be in Philly, that's fine. But like, is there a better fit? I feel like Philly's not a bad fit for him. I feel like he's just fine in Philly. Um, are you gonna be a top five team in the NBA? Probably not, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like they have at least a decent like they team. They are a top five him. team. 
Nah, we'll see. Nah, they're, they're, they're borderline top five ish. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're a good team. Like, they're definitely in I, the upper that's half. That's what I'm saying. Though, I mean, like, sure. I feel like you have yeah. a, you have a good team around you. So I, I, I don't know. I'm so over this. Like, he's he's constantly wanting a trade. He's getting paid a stupid amount of money. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I feel like he should be okay with where he's at. So I I don't have a lot to say. I'm, I'm over it. It's annoying. Damian Lillard's dead to me. I'm tired of this Damian Lillard stuff every year. James Harden is now officially Damian dead Lillard's to me. Damian Lillard's dead as well. to you. What? Yeah, he's dead to me. Especially just, he joins the Heat, Trevor. He's dead to me. Then he's just ring chasing. Oh God, at that all right. Point. He's just ring chasing at that point. Also, Brandon, you had the dumbest question of all time. No, Brandon had the get to play for. Brandon had the dumbest question of all time. Brandon asked if Damian Lillard joining the Heat would be the best day of Trevor's life. Brandon, Trevor's favorite athletes are Tom Brady and Dwayne Wade. Trevor's got like 15 rings under his belt. Damian Lillard he does not need <laughs> yeah, Damian Lillard. True. Trevor does not need Damian Lillard. Point. Trevor is a winner with or without Damian Lillard. He does not need I, Damian I, Lillard. Yeah, to that get is him true. That, oh, that's man. a great point. That is a great point. Um, all right. So some other notable deals, Trevor, that you wanted to discuss uh, here, because you know we we had some big deals, but you know there's a lot of those guys were just staying, like you know Halliburton and Lamelo. They signed big deals. They're staying. Um, but any other like big, big deals that you wanted to discuss before we wrap up this segment? Yeah, so Halliburton and LaMelo, they both got uh, five-year extensions worth up to $260 million. That's, that's wild. I, I, part of it's the fact that the salary cap's going to continue to go up. I believe the salary cap this coming year is around $136 million. Um, and there's potential that um, each of the next five years, it can increase up to 10%. So... Um, even though this seems like a lot and it, it seems like a lot to me, I, I totally understand. Um, it could be around 190 million in five years, like which would be absolutely nuts, but it's possible with the way the salary cap continues to go up. The Lamella one in particular, I don't know, man, that seems wild to me. I just, I don't think Lamello is, I don't know. Is he, is he even a top? I said Van Fleet's like a four, the 45th best player. Is Lamella like what the 48th best player in the NBA? No. <laughs> so, first of all, great number. Uh, just random number. Yeah. I think, though, if you have Lamella ball and it's time to sign an extension, what are you going to do? Like, you could just let him go. You think, like, would you rather <laughs> let him go, though? Like, seriously? I, I might, but I also would have drafted Scoot Henderson. So, you know, the Charlotte Hornets just, I don't know, do whatever they want to do. It's, it's not what I would do. <laughs> Trevor, Trevor is not the GM of the Charlotte Hornets, but if he was, he would do things differently for sure. I feel like one thing I wanted to talk about with these contracts, like I, I've seen every year this happens where people like these contracts are huge. They're so bloated. Like it's wild that like a guy, I mean, I just talked about this. There was a guy I've never heard of in the NBA. He's got a four-year deal for $32 million. I've never even heard of him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is wild. Oh. Um, well, they did. You got something. Also, you know, it's you. But like, it's yeah. someone. I mean, like, I I know most of the guys in the NBA at least by mm-hmm. name. I mean, I've never heard of this guy. He's getting a four year deal. It's crazy. Yeah. But I I want to talk for a second about the bloated contracts because people are like, these are insane. The the NBA has it has a hard cap at almost it's like 180, 190 million dollars. They have the ability to re-sign past the 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 you know the normal salary cap. So a lot of these bloated deals. Like are very very possible because of that. And additionally, there's only 15 players or 14 players, 13, however many on roster that go against the cap. So you have the ability. So when you sign a person for 10 million dollars a year, which like 10 million dollars the NFL, you're you're like a top player at your position if it's not quarterback, pretty much. 10 million dollars. I mean, it, it, I mean, Ben, is there one any position outside of quarterback that if you're getting 10 million dollars, you're not top 10 at your position? I mean, yeah, it's a lot of money. Do you think? 
Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of money. So like, but in the NBA, $10 million is like almost nothing. And if you think about it with 15 players, $10 million is, it's, it's like 8% of your salary cap. It's not even a big deal. Something like that. And if you factor in the hard cap, like if you're keeping that player for $10 million, that's, that's, you have up to like 170, 180, 190 million dollars. That's, that's really nothing. Um, so I think like, I mean, it's almost like 6% of your salary cap. So I think like, you got to put in perspective, like people are like comparing, I've seen a ton of people comparing like, like Deshaun Watson who has, you know, the most guaranteed money to like, like uh Lamelo Ball who just got more guaranteed money than him. And it's like, how, how are these comparable or, you know, whoever, it doesn't matter. Um, but I think if you look at it in perspective, it makes a lot of sense. So I just wanted to talk about that real, real quick here. Um, because some of these contracts are crazy, but if you put them in in perspective, they aren't that wild. Something that is wild, I wanted to ask you guys this. Maybe I'll go to you first, Ben, here. What if I told you five years ago that Fred Van Vliet would be getting more money than Kyrie Irving in the same length of a deal, averaging more money per year? Would you believe me? Isn't that crazy? Because like five years ago, I probably would have been like, I don't know who Fred Van Vliet is. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, I, I, I still don't know a whole lot about him. Is he still on the Raptors? I couldn't tell you. I have no idea what no, team he's, he's on. No, he's not. Rockets. He yeah, I, no, I had Rockets. no idea what team he's on. So the fact that he's getting $130 million is wild to me. Um, but again, just to your point, it shows how much money that these these uh, NBA players are making nowadays. So good for him, I guess. I couldn't tell you anything about him, though. He's, he's like a three-point shooter. Yeah. Is he a good defender? Is he a good defender? I think he's a good defender. Um, He's yeah, he's an all right defender. All right, never yeah. mind. I know what he all looks right. like. He's got a beard, but that's about it. He went to Wichita State, I'm pretty sure. But Play I couldn't Wichita tell you anything State. about him. He was on the, he's probably he was on the, the four team. He he's probably the the least amount I've ever or the I probably know less about him than any other player in the history of the NBA that makes 130 million dollars in their contract. Typically, I feel yeah, you're making that much money. Maybe. You're a superstar, and I do not consider him a superstar. But I guess again, 130 million dollar contract in 2023 in the NBA isn't a whole lot. How much do you know about Jer- Jeremy Grant? How much do you know about Jeremy Grant? Uh, is he, he related? Got five years is he related to Anthony Grant? No, <laughs> then I don't know anything about him. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, the Van Vliet part of it's is it's that he went to the Rockets, the Rockets have a lot of cap space, they're one of the worst teams in the league, so they have they have the ability to sign Van Vliet for that much money. The Raptors, I don't think, did, or if they did, they chose not to. Um, the Van Vliet thing does seem like a little bit of an overpay to me, uh, in my personal opinion. It's more than 40 million dollars for Van Vliet. I, I, I don't really think he's quite worth that. Um, and then Kyrie, you see three-year, $126 million contract. I, I just simply would not have done that um, if I was Dallas. Um, yeah, I think that's all that needs to be said. Other contracts we have here that are notable. Uh, Kuzma, he's staying with the Wizards. Oh, Dr- Draymond Green, this is a big one. Uh, a lot of anticipation about Draymond. Four years, $100 million contract. I remember saying early in the season, I didn't think Draymond would be back with the Warriors. Um, a lot of this obviously changed. Part of it was they let Poole go, um, and so they they keep Draymond. Um, it's interesting. I mean, it, I think it's a, definitely a tough decision for the Warriors because, you know, Draymond's been there for for all of the championships. He You've accomplished so much with him, so it would definitely be a risk to let him go. Um, it's kind of like well, how do we do better if we get rid of Draymond Green? And it would have been tough to probably improve the team if you don't have him. And he's just so important to the way they run the offense. He's so important to their defense, um, defense in particular in a lot of ways. So I don't know. Ultimately, I think four years, twenty four years, 100 million. I'm cool with it for the Warriors. I think um, you probably had to do that if you're Golden State. 
Um, other big things. Well, so I, I think we get into winners and losers here to wrap up the free agency because the first winner, I gotta say, the Los Angeles Lakers. They man, kept guys. They, they got new guys. They've done very well. I mean, Austin Reeves. First of all, he. This is the headliner for the Lakers. Austin Reeves. He agrees to a four-year, fifty-six million dollar contract to stay with the Lakers. That's uh, what only. What is that? If I'm doing math here, uh, 14 million on average per year, essentially. I mean, Austin Reeves, he was eligible for up to a four year, $98 million contract. Um, and some people thought he might get that. Some people thought that another team would give him that maybe the Spurs, maybe the Rockets. And then the Lakers would be in a position to like, are, are the Lakers going to match it? Or are they not? Are they going to let him go? No, no team did that. So the Lakers didn't have to pay him 98 million. They only had to pay him 56. So really good for the Lakers. Austin Reeves obviously had a really good run in the playoffs and in, in the season for the Lakers. They also get uh, Gabe Vincent from the Miami Heat. I'm, I'm a little upset about the Heat letting go of Gabe Vincent. I will say I, I don't really see why the Heat couldn't have matched uh, three years, 33 million. Um, I think they should have personally. I don't, I don't think 11 million per year is that much. I mean, Gabe Vincent was really important to the Heat's playoff run, but this is a really good get for the Lakers. Um, so I like that getting Gabe Vincent. Um, they re-signed D'Angelo Russell. That one I'm kind of lukewarm on. It's whatever. I mean, it's two year, 37 million. It's like, eh, I don't know. I, I, I guess he was not good at the end. Yeah, so. he wasn't good at the end, but it's not like, I mean, 18 and a half million. It's not a crazy expensive for him and it's only two years. So I'm not that mad at it. And then they get a couple other guys that can kind of improve their depth as well. Um, so, yeah, I think it's pretty good what the Lakers have done so far. Yeah, they get Jackson Hayes on two year deal. Uh, Gabe Cam Vincent, Reddish. like I mentioned, Cam Reddish. Yep. Um, they got a little more depth, it seems like, and they kept a lot of the important guys. They did a good job. I mean, I don't know if this is propelling them way into you know first or second place in the league but it's it's a big help it is yeah well i will say if so if we go to a team that they lost to the denver nuggets i mean the denver nuggets jeff green uh he leaves he goes to the rockets and jeff green i, I get he was their eighth man he wasn't super important but hey it's that's a veteran that's a veteran guy to have on your team i mean it's it is kind of important to an extent and then the guy that's even more important bruce brown, bruce brown. Um, gets a big contract with, I believe, the Indiana Pacers. Yes. Um, so those are, you know, those are no Bruce Brown especially is a notable loss for the Denver Nuggets. I don't know if Bruce Brown's gonna be the difference um between like will are the Lakers now a better team than Denver? I don't know if I would say that. I, I'd still probably lean Denver, but the, the gap has been closed. I think the Lakers have closed the gap. I think Phoenix has probably closed the gap getting Bradley Beal. Um, we'll see what other teams do. Um, in the West to see if they can close the gap on Denver. But losing Bruce Brown is not great um, for the Denver Nuggets. And good for Bruce Brown. He was awesome. I, I love Bruce Brown. He's one of my favorite role players in the NBA. So I, I think the Pacers did give him quite a bit of money. I think it's over $20 million per year. Um, you know, but he was he was really good. So part of me understands it. Um, any other winners? Brandon, is, is there any team that stands out as a winner for you? Or maybe even you can go with a loser as well. Um, so the, the main winner I had was, was the Lakers then being able to keep everyone. Um, I think if I, if I had to go with the loser here, I think I would go with the Rockets. And the reason I say that is I, it's not that they got, you know, terrible players, but I'm confused with what they're doing over there. I don't think they have like this, like star yet. Obviously they got some good young guys. Um, and maybe they can get to that point. But I feel like the Rockets are like in this weird space where they're just paying a ton of guys like a lot of money. 
and like kind of for no reason at this point um when like in my opinion they should try to focus on getting like good assets um whether it's draft picks or like guys in good deals that might be good to trade you know like like what are the odds that fred van Viet plays like better than his contract that they could trade him or like i mean if he's playing it out like are they expecting him to average 25 a game like i don't know if fred van Viet can do that um on like a consistent manner so i don't know to me the rockets this wasn't my my favorite time for them yeah, I, I'm with you because it, it is kind of confusing. I guess for them, so they get Fred Van Vliet, three years, $130 million. They get Dylan Brooks, four-year, $80 million. They get Jock Landell, um, who was a backup center for the Phoenix Suns, uh, four-year, $32 million. They get Jeff Green on, a, I believe, a one-year deal. Um, I might be missing someone. No, I think it's pretty much it. But so it's like the, the Rockets are this young team, right? Like Jalen Green, I think ideally is supposed to be like the franchise guy. He's what? He just finished his second year of his career. They have Jabari Smith, who is a rookie. They have Alperin Shangun, who's like a second year player. They have all these young guys. So it's like, is the play that these guys that are coming in are going to somehow mentor these younger players? Um, I, I don't I don't really know what the play is here um, because I'm a little worried that some of these guys might not help the development of these younger players. Is is Fred Van Vliet going to help the development of Jabari Smith and Alperin Shangun and, and Jalen green? I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he will, but I, I'm not super convinced. So it's this weird place of like the Rockets. I get that they have so much young players. And at some point it's like, well, you need to get some veterans in here, try to change the culture. I, I'm just not super convinced that Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks are going to come in and especially Dylan Brooks. I, I don't consider him necessarily a guy that's going to come in and change the culture in a great no, way. I love that. Um, but I don't know. So I, I agree with you overall, Brandon. Um, I also thought the Bulls, the Bulls are just more of the same with the Bulls. I, I have some, you know, people that are Bulls fans um, and I'm sure they're disappointed. Um, it, it's it's not great. They're just doing more of the same. They resigned Vucevic. Um, you know, we'll see if they if they ever decide to trade DeRozan or Levine or any of these guys. Um, but it's not great for the Bulls. And then the Mavericks, I think, are probably a loser as well. I mean, just the Kyrie thing alone. There's no way. Rough one. I can't they believe can they kept winner. him after like what happened at the end of the year. I mean, they were they were worse with him. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's tough. Um, ben, any any winners or losers uh, so far in free agency? Yeah, Knicks are big losers. They traded Obi Toppin, which makes the Pacers <laughs> huge no, no, winners because no. they are now immediate yeah. championship. He's going to get more play- PT, Ben. I know it's crazy. He's Maybe the Pacers will give PT. him more than like 10 minutes Maybe. a game. Wild. He should He should be able to play some more there. He should. It's hard to um, play Trevor, less. anything else? That is, that is true. <laughs> Anything else you want to go over before we get to our final uh, topic today? Uh, not really. I, I think I think uh, Pacers could be a good fit for OB. I mean, I think playing with Tyrese Halliburton, a yeah. really solid point guard, I think that could be good. I mean, I agree. they could have some, I mean, the fast breaks over there with Halliburton, OB top, and that could be pretty fun. I agree. Yeah. All right, we'll get to our final segment today. Look, we haven't done one in a little while. We're getting back to our drafts. And today's draft is uh, we're picking five characters from tv show so it is our our favorite best however you want to put it out there favorite tv show character draft so the order goes as such i and this was all random i have the first pick trevor you have the second pick and ben you have the third pick it will be a snake draft so ben starts the second round uh he'll get picks three and four um are you guys ready is someone writing this down because i'm not gonna be able to write it down. Um, write these down yeah i'll write it down you'll write it down 
I'll write down. All right, thanks, Trevor. I appreciate that. All right, first pick. Uh, I I think this is like easily the best, uh, like TV show character. Like I don't think there's much competition for this character. Sorry, Ben. I'm gonna take him. I'm taking Michael Scott from The Office. Um, I I, I just think like. He's so well written. He's so funny. Steve Carell does an amazing job. When he left, the show got it was still good, but it got way worse. Um, and this is just peak character uh, is Michael Scott, The Office. I I feel like I mean Ben, that was your that was your number one, right? I didn't even have him on my list. Not gonna lie. What? I'm so not surprised. You didn't have Michael Scott on your list. I did not because I knew you were going first, so there's no point in me putting him on on my list. Oh, okay, <laughs> would he be your number one? Yeah, here's my here's my number one. Yeah, and here's the easy oh, okay okay. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think he was him, an so easy, I, easy number I took one. Him off. Yes, he was. He was an easy number one, and I, I was cool um, with you. Ta- I, I figured you would take him. I'm cool with that because I got a couple other people that I didn't know if I should take Michael Scott or them. So I'm glad that you you decided for me. Yep, I, I I'll do the work, I, Trevor. You have not had the joy of of. Uh, he's not an Office watcher. You got to watch The Office. It's amazing. Michael Scott's arguably the best. I would say he is the best TV show character ever. So I took him at one, and he's one of my favorites. So number one, Michael Scott, taken. Trevor, you're at number two. So a little, little. We should preface Trevor's picks yeah, here. Do you want to? You want to do it? Go ahead. Not let you talk for yourself. I was gonna. I was gonna preface this. Uh, I'm probably gonna lose this draft. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just saying to to the public, you probably won't vote for my team, and that's okay. I understand it. We we have other drafts we can win. Um, you know this this probably isn't one I'm gonna win because I have not seen a lot of TV shows, but. Um, I will say the ones I have seen, I love very much and I love a lot of characters from them. So I did make a draft board and I have characters, but, um, some of you, I don't know. Some of you may not know some of them. Who knows? We'll see. Um, (laughs) I'll say this. If there's a a character from a show that you're watching right now, I don't think, (laughs) I don't think you'll take that character. I will, I will, I will walk around the whole house. I won't believe it. There's no way that person's on your list. Trevor, all right, we'll see. So, go ahead, so go ahead. Brandon, I've seen. Let's see, I, I've seen like maybe ten TV shows. There's that, no way that you've are, only not because we're rolling. By the way, reality TV is not being considered yes. here. I'm a big reality TV fan. If I'm so essentially like this is a, we're on a sports back podcast, right? I watch sport. I watch live sports. Yeah. I listen to podcasts about sports. Yeah. I watch shows about sports. Yeah. And then I watch. And then if it's outside of sports. A little reality TV here and there, and then like maybe I do like one show at a time. Trevor, we gotta we we need you to branch out. So it's I, very I very few. Out. I'm not consuming a lot of television. I outside need you to of branch out. That's what I want. This the rest of this year. I need you to branch out. If if I branch out, I my sports knowledge goes down. No, you can keep it all the same. You just no. keep it. You keep everything up. Something to date. has to go down. What am I gonna cut out? Gym time. What am I gonna yes, cut out? Yes, cut out gym time. No, that's not. <laughs> all right, go idea. ahead. Go ahead. Make your pick. Right. We're, we're getting off topic. So, so this is strategy here because Ben has two picks after me, right? So I got to mm, think. Okay, correct. theoretically, what what of my? I have eight characters on my draft board, and the reality is that honestly, I don't know if any of these eight Brandon and Ben will take. To be honest, I'm not taking any of your eight. Br- Brandon definitely will not. Ben, however, could take one of them, and that is why I have to take this character with my first Let's pick hear. here. It's Nick Miller from New Girl. That's, that's, that's not a bad pick. It, it's Nick Miller. Um, I don't think Ben would take Nick Miller. Okay. Well, yeah. the, well anyway, that's we'll my see, first pick. Him, ben, would, is Nick Miller on your list? He is not. Yeah, okay. I, I don't think well, so. I guess I have nothing to worry about. No, he's but a good anyway. character, though. He's a good character. But anyway, Nick wasn't number one on my draft board, but I was worried he potentially could be taken, so I took Nick um, um, in season six of my New Girl uh, watch right now, slowly yep. but surely getting through it, and I love it. It's one of my favorite shows ever. 
And Nick Miller is my favorite character on New Girl, so I'm taking him. I I don't mind the pick. I think you're going to have way more atrocious picks coming up. That one's not that bad at all. I love Nick. He's great. Ben, I know you love Nick. You basically are Nick Miller. Um, ben, you get back-to-back picks. I'm so nervous. I want my top five so bad, and I'm very nervous. I, I think there's a good chance you won't take any of them, but I'm excited to see who you are going to take. So who who is going to be the third and fourth overall pick in, in this draft? Yeah, this— this is tough because, I mean, Trevor, you think your list stinks. My list is garbage. I hate my list. Um, there's no way I lose, to, or no way you beat, or no way you lose to me. I'm serious. My list is terrible. Um, I, I, I think we'll find pretty quickly there's a way. Uh, and Brandon's just going to pander. Therefore, well, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon's going to win the vote because he's going to pander, I'm, I'm and all thinking, the voters are just going to vote for Brandon's team. It's fine. No, yeah, so I got for me because I have watched the most stuff, and I've watched like, a lot of like well four names on here. stuff. Let's hear three of the names. I think you two are capable of stealing the one of them. You're not capable of stealing. So I'm not worried about that person. So now it's just a matter of which two of the three I'm cool with taking and the other one I'm cool with losing. Um, The first one I'll take. This was easy. I love Nick Miller, but Schmidt's better in New Girl. He's a better character. So I'll take Schmidt. Schmidt's the best character on that show. So Trevor, that's fine. You took the second best character on that show. I'll, I'll gladly take the best character on that show. Well, um, Ben, I, I basically I, this, this is this is not to you. This is not to you, Ben. I basically took you, so that just shows how much I love you. I was gonna say there's two. This oh, is Nick's twofold, great. Ben. It's kind I of a win-win Nick. for you. Nick is yeah. regarded. I think people regard Nick like higher. Like I think people universally like Nick higher. He's probably um, I probably like also, him more, but I think Schmidt's funnier. So I'm, I'll, I'm glad Schmidt is Schmidt. funnier. But Schmidt's I think funny. Nick's a better character. I can't believe honestly. we have two new girls off the board. I I have no new girl in my list. Well, I wasn't that concerned about it, and then I forgot that I forgot that Trevor watches it. So then I became slightly more concerned about it because I was only worried about Brandon taking. All right, so what's your next pick? I'm I'm so excited here. Um, what's your next? My next pick. Again, I could either take one that I think Brandon might steal. Trevor would never take this person, or I could take one that Trevor might steal. Brandon would never take this person. I'm gonna take the one that I think Brandon could potentially take because the one that I'm worried about, Trevor. I think Trevor would pick a different character from that show. So I'll take Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. I think Ron Swanson is one of the best. I I almost put him on my list. Ron Swanson almost made my list. I love Ron Swanson. And this is a big shout out to our friend Mason because yeah. Oh, he's so good. He's so good. This is another show I really think you would love. Travis Parks and Rec. I think you'd love it. But Ron Swanson is an amazing character. So, Ben, he's not on my list, but I have eight characters. He would have been my ninth. Okay. So I I really like that pick. All right. You have so far not taken anyone that I would think about taking, which makes me so happy. Um, Trevor, we're back to you. Then I'm not concerned about who you're taking here at all. (laughs) You can take whoever you want. It ain't going to be my picks. Yeah, at this point, I'm most likely getting everyone else I want. Um, so this is my favorite TV character of all time right here. I gotta, I gotta pick him. It's Matt Saracen from Friday Night Lights. I I thought you'd tick him first. He's, he's the goat. He's just the best character, um, from the show. And I I know what, I know what Ben is referencing. Um, I already know who he's probably going to take at some point. Um, but yeah, Matt Saracen, he's the best. He's my favorite TV character of all time. Um, he's always going through something. Someone, he's always has some kind of trouble, whether it's, you know, he has to take care of his grandma, uh, his dad finally returns from the military and then he goes back. It's just over and over again. Julie Taylor is flirting with a with some Swedish dude. It's like, did you say what show this is in case people don't? Know? Oh, Friday Night Lights. It's the greatest TV show ever created. Um, <laughs> Trevor, and, uh, Trevor, I want to say, Trevor, when you say that, you preface by saying you've only seen 10 TV shows. <laughs> that's fine. 
Oh, it's, still, it's still a, it's still i'm still right so that's right. Greatest of the 10 i don't know if seen. i can get behind that number six all right backup quarterback so i'm super happy here i'm getting my number two and three uh which this this was an easy two and three i'm concerned i'm debating on taking my fourth instead because i think there's a chance ben could take this character i don't think you would um so i'm thinking about what should i do here I'll take my two and three, and if I don't get my fourth because you take that character, um, I will die on that. That's okay. Um, so I'm taking my two and three. I'm taking Walter White from Breaking Bad. Uh, pander pick right there. I love I, Breaking Bad. One of my favorite shows. I love That's Breaking Bad. All right. No, it is That's not. Fine. It's just not a great. I draft absolutely pick, love Breaking Bad. Pick. Walter White's one of the best written characters ever. It's not a great draft. He's amazing. Pick, Brian Cranston's a phenomenal actor. All right. Um, and number three is a show I actually watched more recently per recommendation. Big shout out to my friend Miles. He didn't recommend it to me, but he loves this show. Uh, I'm going Tyrion Lannister from Game of Thrones. I love Game of Thrones. One of my all time favorite shows. And Tyrion Lannister is the goat. That man, we talk about goats. That is the goat of that show. He is flawlessly written. Such a good actor. Um, and that show is really, really great. So if you like sci-fi, Game of Thrones for you. you I, did you finish Game of Thrones? Yeah, I'm done with it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so good. Last the last season, the ending's not the greatest, but every besides the final two episodes, the show is perfect. It's great. I've, aren't they I've like remaking it? Watching like, it, aren't I just they think doing it'd be like a, a big commitment? A new I don't show? know if they're remaking it. They have a, a new show something. called House of Dragons, uh, which okay. is like a spinoff, That's which takes meant, place yeah. like before Game of Thrones. Okay. Um, it talks about like the main royal family in it, but G- Game of Thrones is so good. So good. Tyrion Lannister's the goat. So I, I got my top three. I'm gonna win alone on my top three, um, which I'm. You should win. win. You're 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 going against two people that don't you watch TV win. shows. So you should win this. <laughs> that's be embarrassing that's if fair. You I'll, I'll take my dub. That's cool with me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm really happy. I so Ben, I thought there was a chance you'd take Walter White and Michael Scott. Like no, he's not even the best character on that show. I had a different character from that show on my list, but not him. I also never finished the, for, the show. I've only seen like half the show. Oh, okay. Well, that's you're not a, twice. Okay. I've seen the first half twice, and I got bored both times. Hot take. I can't believe you just said that. It's one of the best Sorry. shows ever. All right, Trevor, we're to you. Your second pick. Yeah, my third pick. Um, I can go a number of ways here. Um, but I'll I just go with I'll just go with uh, another person who I really like. Uh, I'm gonna go with Michaela Stone for Manifest. Um, she's essentially like the main character. I mean, it's her and Ben. Um, but Manifest is a fantastic show. If you have not seen it. Um, highly recommend on Netflix right now. Um, the the final part, the final season, or the final part of season four, which is the finale, essentially, just came out recently. I have to, I still have to watch it. So, um, yeah, that's my third pick, Michaela Stone from Manifest. Okay, I uh, my my mother loves Manifest, as you know, Trevor. She always asks me to ask you if you like it. Um, I I I've wanted to get gotten into Manifest. There's just better stuff that's come up, like during the TV show. But I love the idea of Manifest. I think the show looks great. Ben, you get a nice little double up here. Don't take my fourth pick, please. Yeah. So, um, I got my two picks. Just a matter of which order I want to take them in. I guess it doesn't matter, but it kind of does matter. I think um, it matters. I think you got to take a second. It that does matters. matter. I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna go in this order because the person I'm gonna get for technically then my fourth round is an insane value in the fourth round. So I'll go third round first. Okay. Um I'll take Tim Riggins from Friday Night Lights. He's the best character in the show, Trevor. You can argue that all you want, but Tim Riggins is by far the best character on that show. Tim Tim Riggins right. is also my favorite character on the show. He's he's I a think, fantastic character. He just plows I don't through even people. Think he's in my top just five. the most ridiculous really? football highlights you could ever see, and they're not real, but still. He's dude's like he's six feet tall only... too. He's massive. The only guy on that show that actually played football. Yeah, he's like he played hockey too. He's like I mean, I mean he's a tank I mean, in real life. 
Dude's a tank. Tim Riggins, I mean, I mean those football highlights, again, fake, but they're still awesome to watch him just destroy people. Right. You got a little <laughs> counter around the corner. You got Tim Riggins lead blocking for for you. No shot the defense has. So um, Tim, Rigg- Tim Riggins my favorite Friday Night Lights character. Um, I'm surprised and that's why Trevor, I was going to take him. I was going to take him earlier, but I kind of figured you would not. You'd pick someone else from Friday Night Lights. I didn't know if it'd be yeah. Sarah or, or someone else, but I'm cool. I'm cool with that. So I'll take Tim Riggins third round. Uh, yeah, there's there's many characters that I like more than Tim Riggins. See, there, there's a morality thing here uh, with Tim Riggins. I yeah, I, that, I, I had a, I had a, I hated Tim Riggins for a long right. time. Uh, okay, um, I get it. It's I am, a TV show. I am team, I am team Jason Street. So I okay. I hated Tim Riggins for a long time. All right, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a TV show. It's not real. Um, <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> fair enough. So, which means then my fourth pick, I will gladly take this person in the fourth round. Um, my favorite TV show at least scripted TV show of all time, How I Met Your Mother, Barney Stinson, by far the best character I, on the he show. He was going to be, I thought about putting him on my list too. I one did. of the best characters, one of the best uh, comedy characters ever written. I think Neil Patrick Harris is perfect for the role. I couldn't imagine the show without him. I think the show would be, it would be all right, but it would not be nearly what it is with him. So I think Barney I Stinson is one of the best characters um, in, in comedy history for sure. I, I, I almost put him on my list. I wouldn't have drafted him, but he was going to get towards the end of my list. And Ben, you did not take my fourth pick, so I'm going to get my perfect top five, which I'm very happy about. How do you know that I might take Trevor, that? there's I look, if you take one of the characters I have written down here and you can explain it, I would be shocked. <laughs> but go ahead. All right, so I'm going to take uh, this anime character that I really like. No, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, again, guys, I've only seen like, yeah, not a lot of shows. You put Manifest on there, so I don't know. At this point, anything anything's good. A great show. You gotta watch it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with a, with the character from Friday Lights again. <laughs> yeah, there's no way you're doubling um, up on shows. So I'm I'm actually torn though between two characters. Um, Are you gonna take three Friday Night Lights characters, Trevor? No. Okay, I was about to say that would be two. a poor showing. That would I'm be a take poor two. showing. No, it'd be a great showing. No, it's the you get three of characters in the same show in a five-person draft. Best show of all time. It's probably appropriate. I could take five Friday Night Lights characters. I think I before to. I double up, I could take like a hundred characters before I double up. Sure, Jesus. Um. All right. Um. I'm gonna go. Man, this is so tough between them, though. Mm. Just take Lila Garrity. Okay. I know she's one no, of them. It's, no, it's not Lila Garrity. No, all right. I'm gonna take Tammy Taylor. Nah, okay. Tammy Trevor, Taylor I thought, picked, from I thought that'd be your first pick. I thought, I, I thought it'd be, be Coach Eric pick. Taylor. Tammy, I, I'm, I'm upset about no, this. Because Trevor loves because Tammy. because here's the thing. Tammy Taylor is always right. She is a fantastic character. Um, using Brandon's language, she's very well written. She's just super relatable, and she's someone that you kind of look up to because she's always right. She always knows what the right thing is. She always gives the best advice. She's just the best. So Tammy Taylor from Friday Night Lights, I gotta take her. She's great. All she's right. a good. She's a good veteran role presence for that cast. I like her yeah, a lot. I just, player. I, I'm, I'm surprised that's who you like. I. I, I, the order that you guys took characters, I wouldn't take. Like Matt Saracen, I don't think I would, he would be my number one character. Tim Riggins would be. I really He'd thought definitely be like Tammy top would be three. your first pick, Trevor. I think, I, I think Coach Eric Taylor might be up there too. I don't Tim, know. Tim, Tim's not in my top five of Friday Night characters. I like, I mean, I could go Matt, I can go Tammy, I can go Jason Street, I can go uh, Tyra, I can go Landry. Yep. Coach I Eric love Taylor, Landry. Smash, all above Tim Riggins. Yep. Okay. Oh, I, I think Lila might be. Able, I think Lila's probably. It's a little ridiculous, but you know, hey, to each their own. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna be able to get. I'm gonna clean out my top five here. So 
I've done no anime yet. I'm a huge anime fan, so I, I've done no anime f- yet. I'm doing one and a half anime here for my last two picks, and you'll see what I mean. The first one is one I thought Ben could potentially take. I didn't think he would, but I thought potentially he could take. It is Avatar Aang from Avatar The Last Airbender. It, it is my personal favorite show of all time, um, and I love Aang. I would argue, I think there's like three characters in that show you could take, and I would be like very happy. Um, so yeah, Avatar The Last Airbender is it's the best. I love it. Now, the show that I think is the best show of all time, I'm taking this as my final pick. This is another character that I, I would argue, I think it is the best written character in television and it is the best show ever written. I'm taking from Attack on Titan, Aaron Yeager. Um, I love Attack on Titan. It is probably my second favorite show of all time. Uh, and uh, I, I see our, our housemate looking at me right now, Josh, who loves Attack on Titan. Aaron Yeager with my final... That's my final pick, Josh. The final pick. Yeah, he should have been higher. He should. Well, I knew I could take him last. I'm, I'm with non-anime watchers, so... Um, but, so, Aaron Yeager, best written character, I think, ever. Uh, I'm not going to spoil too much because it's not over yet. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to wrap up. I got my top five. Clean my top five out. So, thank you, Ben, for not taking anyone I thought you would take. Trevor, we are back to you. Uh, no triple ups here. Please give me a different character. All right. Uh, I definitely will. Um, so I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go with one of my favorite shows of all time. Okay. It's a show that I grew up watching. Okay. You know, I don't know. It probably came out in what, like 2003, 2004. Um, and I'm going with Josh Nichols from Drake and Josh. Oh, because that's a good pick. Drake and Josh is my favorite Nickelodeon show ever. It's it's fantastic. Um, so yeah, Josh Nichols. That's that's a good pick. I didn't I didn't think you had that. Well, I I know you like Drake and Josh, but I didn't think that was who you were gonna take. Um, yes, Ben, you get to wrap it up here. Who are you taking? It's a good pick, Trevor. It's a good pick. Um, okay. I don't really like anybody I have left. And I'll tell you, there's one. There's one that's decent, so I'll take them. Um, again, I, I have a lot of characters left on here, but I don't even think that any of them are the best characters on their own show. I'm, I'm going to take the one person I think is the best character on their own show, and that's Michael Kelso from that 70s show. Best character oh, on the show. Oh, that's a great, good pick, too. I, great I character, that. young Ashton Kutcher. I like Kutcher. that 70s show. Um, it, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to not like like young Ashton Kutcher. I think he, I think he plays the role of an idiot perfectly, so... Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that being my fifth round pick. You know, you know what? I'm actually I'm impressed with everyone here, Trevor. You, I mean, you, I, I knew yours would be a little lacking, but you, you did better than I thought. Genuinely, I, I like some of your picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ben, you also picked some like out of like people that are a little like out there. Um, that I, I liked. I, I really liked. I actually think we all had. I mean, I don't know, some of us had good drafts. <laughs> yeah, I, we all had good drafts. We all had good picks. I think, I think, I will say, I think that Brandon had the worst draft. I think it's a, it's a. You haven't toss seen up. any of the shows I think that it's I've a toss up. I think it's a toss up between Ben and myself, um, because Ben and I both had a Friday Night Lights character. Yeah, Brandon did not. Well, um, considering every show that's named here, I have watched except Manifest, but every other show I have watched, so I got the most uh, coverage here. My my team destroys, and you still didn't take a Friday Night Lights character. Yeah, anyway, Friday Night. Um, I I think like legitimately, fine. Like it it would be. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take a Friday Night's character for a long time. I love um, Friday Night Lights too. It's a great show. But also, we were talking, you know, because so that seventy show. I mean, my dad loves that seventy show. I love show. that seventy so show. So I didn't like. I didn't sit down and watch it, 
but like I caught little snippets of it, caught yep. clips of it. I would actually like to like go back and truly it's rewatch that yeah, seventy show. It's I awesome. also have not watched it, you know, front to back cover. Yeah. But I've watched like a good amount of episodes and every time I watch it, I love it. It's a yeah, great show. It's great. It's, it's really fun. I really like that pick, Ben. That's a that's an out Thank of you. left field pick. Um so we will this time we're gonna put this draft anonymously on well, Twitter. If they're listening, they know. But yeah, but yeah. a lot of people will see the board before yeah, and they then listen. They'll come listen. So yeah. yeah, exactly. So we're gonna put this anonymously on Twitter. You guys can vote. I mean, there's a clear. It's not even close. This competition. I but agree. This will be the least close one, in my opinion. Because like when we do a candy, a lot more like uh like like Trevor, you have like you don't like crunch bar take, which I think is crazy. But like so, you know that's <laughs> like a that's not that wild of a take, you know. Yeah. I think this one will be a landslide. Um, but it will be anonymous when I post on Twitter, and then I will post a follow-up picture uh, with our names above it after the 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 voting commences. Um, but yeah, I'm I genuinely I'm very surprised by both of you guys. There's some picks I really really Thank like you. that you guys. Any take. honorable mentions? You guys got any honorable mentions? I I so I have take? three people here. I have three people that I did not take. Um, I didn't want to take any one of these three. I love all three of these characters, but I really wanted my top five. I think it's much more solid. I have three more characters. Um. Two of which are like just absolute personal favorites, and they're both anime. Um, one is Ren Goku from Demon Slayer, who's he's probably my second favorite anime character. Um, I have Killua from Hunter Hunter, who I love. He's a great character, and then I have Gojo from Jujutsu Kaisen that I love. Last one here that I have, which I would have probably taken if if one of mine was taken, I would have taken Peter Griffin from Family Guy. I think that's a classic. I think that is a great pick. I love Family Guy, so that one would have been. Probably if I had to take one more, I would have picked him over one of the three anime characters. Yeah. I used to watch a lot of uh, Law & Order SVU back in the day. I love Law & Order. And I had Olivia Benson on my list. Oh, okay. Um, That's a good pick. So, yeah. Ben, what, what were your HMs here? Um, I, I had a good amount. I One I had, I just put any Seinfeld character. That was just to make Brandon mad. I don't That's actually a, like that show at all. Um, oh. Why would that make me mad? I love Seinfeld. Just because I was hoping I could maybe steal someone from that, that you were going to take from Seinfeld. I wasn't actually. Oh, uh, a Seinfeld on character wouldn't have been in like, um, they also wouldn't have been in like my top 100. I haven't like religiously watched Seinfeld. I've, I've only gotcha. seen probably like 30 episodes or 20 episodes. Um, I had Charlie from It's Always Sunny. Oh, so there. I thought, of, I also thought about putting Charlie from Always Sunny. I love Always Sunny. It's hilarious. I had um, Dwight from The Office, but I wasn't going to take, I, I wasn't going to take. I would have, if, if you took Michael Scott, I would have taken Dwight. Uh, I had Abed from Community. He's a good character. I had Jesse. That's, good, from that's Breaking, a great one. Jesse from Breaking Bad. Jesse would have been um, again. Like if you took if you took Walter White, I would have thought about taking Jesse. Yeah. I just love Aaron Paul. Like I love him, so I would have thought about I, that. I had I had some Brooklyn Nine Nine characters, but I wasn't going to take them. Yeah, um, they they, they so. probably wouldn't make the list, but there's a lot of good ones. So it is what it is. I don't I don't it, you know my list is whatever. All right. Well, you guys can vote on Twitter. I will post that later today um after the podcast goes out but yeah i think we'll wrap up the pod there for today another good draft another good uh podcast in general thank you all so much for listening um of course subscribe to the podcast leave five star review if you enjoyed go check out our website thesmallballers.com uh go check out our twitter at the small baller keep up to date um you can see the the pictures we'll post for these drafts uh and our other podcasts that'll be live but with that being said thank you all so much for listening and we'll see you guys next time go falcons